Welcome back to Cafe Artichoke. Um, this is the final uh, episode of the first video series, um, our spousal episodes. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed them. We'll come back because there's lots more. Uh, but today we have Rebecca Sanborn and Jai Tanter. Hi. Welcome to Cafe Artichoke. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you have been on the podcast before. A couple of times. And the last time you were really pregnant. <laughs> yes. You were? <laughs> it was like, I hope it doesn't happen while you're here. It could have. Yeah. It could have. Yeah. She was moving. And that's been almost two years, right? Yeah. yeah. 20 years, 200 years, seems long. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia. Nadia. Nadia is her name. She's 21 months old now. Wow. Okay, we have, we have, a, we have a, a, a clip, thank you, courtesy of you guys. I want everybody to meet Nadia. Here we go. favorite instrument? Um, I don't know if she does. I think it's the flute. Oh, she had a flute. She had flute for a long time. Really? Uh, yeah, she would kind of like flute. She'd say flute. She'd sort of do a flute dance. Yeah. Really like, you know. And it's one of the few instruments we don't actually have right. on hand, but she was would hear it and just go into this mesmerized. She knows a lot of instruments. That's that's yeah. kind of cool. Mm -hmm. uh, who, somebody was driving with her yesterday, and they were listening to classical music, mm -hmm. and she kept saying cello, violin, when they would come in. Was, uh, wow. Yeah, smart kid. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> now, I remember you telling me that she, before she was born, she would react to, 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 to daddy's playing. Yes. Right. Yes. She knew if it wasn't Jai, I felt like she knew if it wasn't Jai playing the drums. Mm, yeah. Because wow. she would move differently. <laughs> yeah. And when, when she was born, for sure, she had loved the drums. I think that was probably her first, like, really. Yeah. Really? She would just kind of rock out. Wow. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, like I said, yeah. she's a real musical kid. Of course, this hasn't changed your life at all. <laughs> Not in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a, you know it for me. I, I don't know. Maybe for you too. It's actually not that different. It's just a little bit more hectic. I like your path description. You should tell Tom. Oh about yeah. That. The way I kind of conceive of it, of having this kid, is sort of like we. I visualize it as like a, a paved sort of bike path uh -huh. with some low shrubs on either side that's just kind of endlessly going. And we were walking on this path for whatever, 17 years or something. And then suddenly we got down on our hands and knees, turned to the right, crawled through these bushes, and we discovered on the other side of these bushes, there's another paved 
bike path that is very that's the same as the other one, uh -huh. just different. It's a different path, but it's similar. So it's the same but different. Uh -huh. That's the closest metaphor I could come up with. All right. I didn't say it was a good metaphor. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you, but you're still playing together, yes? Yes. Yeah. 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 How many Quite bands are you in now? Together? Together. Yeah. Uh, really just the two, I think. Mm -hmm. We were, before that, before Nadia was born, we were doing uh, the band Lac Le Monde, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. um, but it got a little bit too nuts. So yeah. uh, Richie, the leader of that band, I think, has kind of had other people do it. They were doing long, like European tours and things oh, that yeah. we weren't able to uh, jump on. So it's it's still Blue Cranes and and Swansea. And Swansea, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, things that can be local. We kind of quit touring um, yeah. just for the at least for the time being. Yeah, yeah, for now. Yeah, see where it leads us. But yeah. huh. as it turns out, maybe we missed an opportunity. We did. A couple of people say that it's easier to travel with before they're mobile. Before they're mobile. Oh. When they like just sleep all the time, that's when you're supposed that's to tour. Supposed to but we were too tired for that. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> she must be pretty mobile now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Yeah. She likes to help though. Maybe we've got a roadie. There she helped go. me load the drums in the in the car today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She was dragging my my stick bag. <laughs> <laughs> heavy, heavy. Was, yeah, that's right, kid. Don't you forget that. So you were together 17 years before you had... Is that right? Um, wow. We got together... In 2000. In 2000. Wow. And she was born in 20, 2017? Yeah. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Sorry. Wow. I'm bad at dates. Me too. Yeah. So did you guys meet on a gig? Kind of. Yeah. We were both playing at Suki's Steakhouse. Oh. On odd nights. Uh-huh. And I went there, I had like a solo gig on Tuesday nights or something, uh -huh. and I was trying to get a little money out of Suki to hire like a bass player and a drummer and uh -huh. make it a band thing. So I was waiting around to talk to him before things got going. And Jai was subbing for, like Ken Aulis was going to show up that night for uh -huh. the... They, we had a band there called The Winning Team. The Winning Team. Which was all this PS, <laughs> all these... PSU guys, yeah. you know, they were in school at the time, and Ken mostly did it, um, but, you know, I, I did it a lot, too. Yeah. And uh, so it was, I think I was doing it that night, and I, at the time I didn't have a car, so I was taking the bus or getting rides. With and the drums. With the drums. Oh, jeez. And so I, I got there really, really early, and Rebecca was in there already waiting for Suki to, yeah. to get some more money. And the bartender <laughs> was a mutual friend was like, do you guys know each other? You should know each other. Yeah. He was right. Yeah. yeah. It was a sheep, and she, well, was, she right. was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, it was. Did you play that night? No. I stayed to watch uh, some of the set, and but then I had to get home. But I, I drove home, and I wrote in my journal that I thought I'd met a friend that I would know the rest of my life. Wow. Because we, we talked for a couple of hours Jeez. before Suki. Oh, yeah. We were there like at 4 p.m. or something really early. Yeah. That's so good. That's it was just, neat. It was a yeah, deep conversation and yeah. it was really... It was instantaneous, the connection. The connection. Right. As a matter of fact, I went home to my roommates at the time and I was like... And uh, actually Brandy, the, the bartender that introduced us, drove me home because, again, I didn't have a car. Uh -huh. And... 
you know, my roommates all like, oh, Ty's getting a ride home from this lady, you know, whatever. <laughs> and they're, you know, kind of giving ribbon me when I came in, and I was like, yeah, 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 that's whatever. But man, I met this amazing, you know, I was telling them about <laughs> it, and they're like, oh yeah, whatever, you know, they, they didn't understand. <laughs> but it was, it was pretty profound right away. Wow. Like, I, I know what you mean. It was sort of like every kind of relationship uh -huh. combined into one. Wow. Yeah. So when, when did you start, when did, do you remember the first time you played together? Uh, not the first time. Probably in my parents' living room. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we. Because yeah. Suki was like, I'm not going to give you money. Oh. You're doing your solo thing. No. And so you came to see me play and said, I told you my sad story and you said, I'll play music with you for free. Yeah, I, I, so I should say on your Tuesday nights, I, when, after we talked, we had a lot of mutual music in common. Mm -hmm. Like I knew right away that it was going to be good. But uh, either the next week or the week after or something, whatever your uh, next weekly was, I went to it and, I, and it blew me away. I was like, yes, 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 wow. a million times yes. So you could have asked me anything and I would have said, <laughs> I'm in. I'm one thousand percent in. And uh, yeah, it was it was great. And she would come and drive into Portland and from where? At the time, I'd just moved home from college, so I was staying for a little bit at my parents' house in Wilsonville. Wilsonville, way out. Wow. But then eventually, we moved into an apartment together off of uh, Belmont. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, it was really profound watching Rebecca in those early days. It, it was sort of like, a, for me personally, it was a coming together of everything that I loved. Wow. It was, and, and it taught me really how to play music. And I know I've told you that before. I don't want to put you on the spot. But um, a lot of what she did was really rubato mm -hmm. and not for any other reason other than it needed to be rubato to sort of make the songs work. So I had to sort of be like, well, how am I gonna, I'm a drummer, man, like a timekeeper. Uh, how do I really navigate that mm -hmm. in the most eloquent way? Huh. And I watched you at least a, two or three weeks before even really getting a chance to play with you. I do recall that. And I realized it was all in the breath. Her phrasing was all surround, it was surrounded where she was breathing, where um, that's kind of the vehicle for what, what made her music go. So I would sit there, okay, she's breathing there, all right, you know, like <laughs> taking notes, trying to figure out how to make it work. Um, and immediately, like instantly, like friends that saw us play together, they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense now, <laughs> and and it felt that way on stage too. Well, we really appreciate that that, uh, that you're going to play some stuff for us today, and this will be the first time we've used the stage mm -hmm. uh, on uh, for for um, uh, our podcast. Uh, so uh, through the magic of you haven't done it yet, um, <laughs> tell us what you're going to play. Uh, a couple of songs from our group Swansea. Uh -huh. um, so. It's quite a departure from the Roboto days. Uh -huh. We are in time. <laughs> we are with the uh, uh, transferred from the acoustic piano to I have a couple of keyboards. Um, 
The first song, uh, Star Guards, we're going to play. Um, kind of written after a, a great big giant painting um, my friend Heidi Elise Wirtz made mm -hmm. called Good. Well, and what's it called? Star Guards. All right. It's a good thing you are here It's a good thing you are here I don't want to be alone right now I don't want to be alone at all I don't want to be alone Put your arms about my ribs please put your arms around my ribs can you feel me shaking now can you feel the rattle of my bones can you feel me shake all i want is to Like all the rest 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to hear the next one. And I can't wait, can't wait to hear you talk about it because I stopped you. Sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, uh, it, it, is, it must be, uh, there must be some change. In, I know you're not touring, but since the baby came along, is there any, is there any change in, in the music at all? I... Gigging for me has slowed down oh. a little bit, um, yeah. although it's picking up now. But and that was okay, and uh, like appropriate, and felt all right to have some space. Yeah. Although we were still, you know, doing rehearsal. We do rehearsals at our house. That works the best. The band bands come over. Uh -huh. She goes to bed. Uh -huh. She's a good sleeper. Uh -huh. Just lucky you. Very lucky. Yeah. Um, and so we, we play, and she'll just sleep through it. Um, yeah, I think it's been good. I think on a musical level, I haven't really noticed much change. Um, certainly scheduling is bonkers. Yeah. yeah. That's like a whole other, that's easily the hardest component. Mm -hmm. uh, but musically, I, I sort of feel like it's had, like, just because of lack of time, slowed yeah. down. Um, and admittedly we have to have a little bit less focus on it yeah. because we're trying to grow a being yeah you know but <laughs> but I think overall it's kind of the same I just now that you're talking I'm realizing in this moment there's a big huge internal change mm. that I don't think I've really like well let's hear about to. it let's hear it <laughs> yeah. <Good> so boy. <laughs> the internal change yeah. <laughs> my big aha moment <laughs> He leaves 150 uh, for, the, for the therapy. Right, uh, right, right. right. At the door. Um, <laughs> What's my cut? <laughs> the gigs just mean more to me. Uh. They, I think that they were, it was not real. I, I don't want to say that it was becoming a grind, but just kind of old hat. And like, oh, this is, we're just, it's another gig, it's another gig. And now it has this whole like aura of some like freedom for me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go out and be able to linger and talk to my friends and have my attention solely on conversation and um, musical experience without interruption and that it's kind of priceless and I really cherish just like even like driving away from the house and like having all the like social interaction and like the magic of a set of music and the yeah. changes that it works on the people that watch you and the band. Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing it. It feels more enriching 
I'm being more enriched by it than before, I think. Awesome. Wow. I, I think that might be a product of any time. It sort of means like little, little moments like that yeah. are more rich just in general, not necessarily just yeah. music, at least for me. Yeah. yeah. Away from the like umbrella of parenthood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. right. And also getting to like hang out with you, yeah, just us. Yeah, it's like it's really because those are we have we yeah. don't really date. Yeah. We don't go out together because yeah. we're when we do we're working we play music together. Right. So those are our like date nights, our show nights. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess we're gonna have another date now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got to ask you something, because it's my job, mm. okay? Is there going to be another Blue Cranes album? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, we have one. Yes. Finished. Finished, yeah, yeah. And when is it out? We're not sure. We, uh, I know, I've been hearing that for years. Yeah. It's like, we, you, it's like, it's like new, the next Blue Cranes album and the Andrew Durkin, uh, Andrew Durkin Quadrophones album <laughs> are the two albums that people have been waiting for for years. Yeah. Well, I'll say this, it's, it's tricky releasing music now. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah you know. Um, we've, we've talked with a few labels. Uh, we had one sort of lined up for its release, yeah. and, it, and that sort of has fallen through, I think. So, yeah. and just how to release music is a, is a yeah. harder question to answer. Yeah. Um, there are more platforms for it, but uh, you have to be a little bit more strategic. Mm -hmm. If you want anybody to ever hear the stuff, so yeah, yeah. Um, I'll make sure to uh, have Nadia sign a copy for you when it comes out. Okay, <laughs> oh, right, because <laughs> you'll be able to read and write by then. Which right. is like thirty-five. Right, <laughs> here it is. Point taken. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's really I, when, when I when I yeah. talk to the, to the, uh, any of the quadrophones, it's it's almost a joke by now. Yeah. about the Durkin album, you know. I mean, yeah. both of them have had albums out. You know that weren't that album, but that album just yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ours, is, it's it's done now. It's mixed, uh -huh. and it'll be it's interesting. Um, it's a singer's record. Really, every song has a different singer on it. It features oh. singers. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's bizarro. Do you it's, sing on it? No, oh. but Rebecca does. I have uh -huh. one song. Yeah, Rebecca uh -huh. sings a beautiful thing that she wrote. Um, uh, Reed, I think did he did that work out where Reed sang? Reed sings on one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the alto saxophone. And Joe does too. Mm -hmm. Joe does. He's part of the. Uh, John and I, we don't, you know, we're, we'll leave that to the, <laughs> we'll leave that to the front people. It's such a thorough <laughs> departure from everything that we've really? yeah, done really that different. it is kind of that like, well, what do you do with this mm -hmm. now? So we're actually going back into the studio to record an instrumental album in January. Mm. Who knows? Chances are that album is going to come out before <laughs> right. the singer's record does. But, but we're forging ahead with a lot of new music. and We knew going in, that too, with the singer's record that it was going to be a little bit of a pitfall in terms of mm -hmm. you know, collaboration with so many people. Like Some people are going to want to write the lyrics. Some people aren't going to want to have anything to do with it until they get into the studio and sing. You know, every song was going to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we knew it was going to take some time, but it's done. It's just a matter of getting it released now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thanks you, for you know, obviously, that the people who love the band have been waiting for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's good to hear. Well, it's true. Yeah. yeah. So, and what about Swansea? 
Yeah, we have started recording the next record. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we have. Then we had a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I heard about that. Yeah. And things. We keep thinking, okay, let's get, and it just doesn't happen. Yeah, it, it's tricky carving out the time because really our only time is after she goes to bed at 8.30. Wow. And by that time we're toast, you know. Well, yeah, six yeah. nights out of the week we have other things booked during right. that time. Sure. Mm -hmm. So so it's just tough. We'll, we'll get around to it, to fixing it, mm -hmm. or finishing it, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about it. Uh, Star Guards, the song that we just played, will be yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, the, I guess, Give It Up, the yeah. other song, which... That will be on it. That'll be on it. Lots of I, I really like the material on the new one. Every record that we've put out has been kind of different. The very first thing we did, Old Blood, was sort of more cinematic. Very more singer songwritery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Flaws. Feel. Mm -hmm. Our uh, second record was really kind of had uh, a lot of LCD sound system influence, kind of lo-fi. Mm -hmm. Partly, yeah. Dancing. Us like leaning in that direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This one is gonna sound like 1,000% Rebecca Sample. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good thing. Wow. No. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Really, you think so? Yeah, why not? Are you just teasing? I love to tease. Yeah, <laughs> no. I think this is, it's its own like new personality coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that, and that personality happens to be Rebecca Sample. <laughs> No. Well, it, it you know I say I say that in kind of jest, but I mean it. When I, Rebecca's an incredible, incredible writer, and and um, I will never stop shouting that off the top of the hill. You know, <laughs> really unique and, and combines a lot of the things that I really love about a song. Mm -hmm. And uh, is there a difference in, uh, in, in approach uh, when you're recording a Blue Cranes from when you're recording a Swansea? Approach. Yeah, I mean, do you go about it in, in, in a different way, or is in the past we've recorded Blue Cranes mostly live. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Um, with yeah. Swansea, we've really layered it. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like we'll focus on drums first, mm -hmm. and then do keyboards and. There's some some scratch tracks to. Yeah. Everyone mm -hmm. can go along with and. and yeah. And, it, and it, the music lends itself to being recorded that way. Blue Cranes, was, you know, at least in years past, has been really built on interaction yeah. and kind of that the nuance that comes with that. And there's really no way to do that unless you're doing it all at once, you know, doing it live. Mm -hmm. yeah. And with us, it was more crafted about kind of songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also, we were limited, like the... The last two records that we've recorded, actually, and some of the new stuff, we did it at our house. Mm -hmm. So it was very limited in terms of scope, you know, four channels, yeah. six we channels, maybe. For each other. Oh, yeah. So there's just really no way to record live, mm -hmm. um, especially in, given that sound environment. So uh, that has a limitation. Uh, Blue Cranes, we, you know, we've done it in studios, and, and we might actually end up doing the, the new Swansea stuff. In a, in a studio, hmm. but see, that's a good question. When um, uh, you played, the, the Blue Cranes played Jack London, did you, didn't you open for Wayne Horvitz? We have, yeah. yeah. We've also yeah. played with Wayne uh, 
as sort of like a featured artist. That was at the jazz festival. Yeah, uh, yeah a few years back. Yeah, a few years back. Right. I, I, I interviewed Wayne, because um, I always interview Wayne, <laughs> yeah. uh, before that Jack London gig. And, mm. uh, uh, and uh, he, he loves you guys. Mm, we love him. We love him. And uh, um, what, I don't know, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't, nobody cares about this. It's, this is for me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what is it that, that uh, the, the similarities between the two, the, 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 the two bands, his mm. band and your band? I feel like... You can go away. This is just for me. <laughs> with... Wayne kind of has a similar thing where a lot of yeah. his, his compositions, he has these solid pieces of composition mm -hmm. that move towards... Um, improvisational interaction or playing free or th and then move back into his compositional construct. So I feel like he moves through tunes in a similar way that we do as a, as a band. Yeah, he also, well, we should point out that he has a lot of ensembles that do lots yeah. of different things. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. <laughs> We've mostly just played with Sweeter Than The Day, yeah. his, his sort yeah. of more jazzy ensemble. Right. Uh, uh, one show with Zoni Mash at yeah. Goodfoot. Uh, Zoni Mash. Did Zoni Mash. <laughs> that was fun. And, and the Snow Ghost thing, I think, was the last the time. The Zoni show, we got a little more wild, too. Like, yeah. we responded in kind, yeah. I think, today. Um, the funny thing is that, that many of his bands had the same people in them. Right. Yeah, sure. Tim. <laughs> Tim yeah. Young. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Uh, I will say this about Wayne is he has a really strong sense of melody. Oh yeah. And yeah. that's one thing that uh, again in at least years past some of the Blue Cranes music has really tried to focus on melodic contour and such. So I think there's we even played one of Wayne's tunes for a long time called Love Love Love. Oh yeah. Sweeter than yeah. today song. Great song. And uh, maybe that's even how we got connected with Wayne in the first place. Maybe. We asked him for the music or something. And he has great hats. Oh, yeah, he's a hat guy. We have, okay. we have had many discussions about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, nobody recognizes him, recognizes him if he goes out without his hat. Yeah. It's the opposite. Yeah. Right? It's, you're supposed to put on a hat to get yeah. anonymity, but it's the other way around. Yeah. Well, well, you're a hat guy, too. I I'm don't think I'd guy. recognize yeah. you if, well, I know. Um, you know. It's weird. I hardly recognize myself. <laughs> in the mirror? Well, I stopped, I, well, I stopped looking in the mirror. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll, it'll happen to you. It'll look, yeah. We're well on our way, believe me. <laughs> I think it already has. Kids, kids, kids. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what's the, what's the, what, what are you going to send us out with? Um, this tune is called Give It Up. Uh -huh. And I the impetus for writing it was there was a like a new music mm -hmm. concert that a friend Steve Hefter was curating at uh, Waypost. Mm -hmm. Also from Baltimore. Yeah, it's really a low pressure thing, and I thought, well, I'll just sit down in my little Yamaha and come up with a couple new songs, and then, and I so I did it as like a solo thing. Although, did you play a sampler I with, with me? I just played the sampler. Yeah. So it was nothing. Uh, it was like me sitting on a bench with the tiny Yamaha and Jive. I think, I think just you, the sampler. You wrote it that day and we played yeah, it that, that night. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So I was like really like crushing the lyrics on the drive down because I didn't want to <laughs> forget them. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it sort of the seedlings, like, as I was writing the song, I often like when I'm writing a song, the words and the music come together and it's a little bit of a right to find out situation. I very rarely have mm. a story in mind. I'll like find a 
tonal center or chords or a pattern that I like, and then images will come, and I am describing what I see mm-hmm. as I write. And this seemed to, I've still, this song is still a little mysterious to me, but it seems to me in some aspects to be about um, gay people in the military, like, and what they have to face or come up against. Wow. Or hide behind or, um, so, so it felt particularly brutal in some aspects. Uh but also powerful and sorrowful. and uh-huh. But that's just a touching on some of it. The rest, I still don't quite know what it's about, but maybe it'll unfold over time. I don't know. It'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, in some ways I like songs that, like that because there's this openness of interpretation. Mm-hmm. There's enough specifics in the lyrics that you can, like, oh, I have something I can grasp onto, but mm-hmm. then if other people have their interpretation perfect like mm-hmm. have that story each listener have their own story for the song and the name of the tune is give it up give it up <laughs> thank you for coming in here yeah, thanks for having us this yeah, has been terrific it. nice to see you yeah nice and so you, let's listen to the last tune all right Go left, 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 right, left. I'm going right. You said I was right. They said I was right. But what is left? My blood is up. It feels good. I want to call you tonight. Stay 
Yeah. 